No, we're not from West Newberry. No, we can't hip-hop like you. My client is the conqueror. I'm just Brock's advocating Jew. You see, my name is Paul Heyman, and my client is the Beast. And on the 17th of August, on your title, he shall feast. You don't like Paul Heyman guys. You think their attitude's too smug. You gonna beat Brock's ass cause you the doctor of the thugs? I mean, you've beaten all the best, but now Lesnar's on your plate. You say your time is now. Brock says your calendar's out of date. So here's some free advice with SummerSlam drawing near. Get it out your damn system when you say the champ is here. Because we're six days away from the West Coast's biggest arena. Where my client Brock Lesnar will conquer John Cena. So, you think you're untouchable? Word life. This is basic thugonomics. This is ba basic thugonomics. Word life. I'm untouchable, but I'm forcing you to feel me. Word life. This is basic basic thugonomics. Word life. Whether fighting or spitting, my discipline is unforgiving. Got you backing up in a defensive position. Spanish announced table podcast. Two of us, no Brando this week, just Warren and Scotty. August 12th. The, the, the two MVPs of the show, let's be honest here. Oh. And in case you hadn't already figured out, because Brando's not here, means we're going to be talking about a bunch of random shit. Because that's yep. usually what happens. And there will be no putting over Randy Orton <laughs> on this podcast. Because he's always the, the gravity force that pulls us back down to earth when we wander in the stars. Yeah, or when we go on tangents. Yeah. Because we'll let each other go That's on gonna tangents. That's going to happen, yeah. Uh, how was your two weeks? We didn't do a show last week. Uh, pretty good, actually. Yeah? Yeah. It, uh, I, did you go see Gardens of the Galaxy? I've seen it three times. You've seen theaters. it thrice. All right. I saw it once. I saw it at, uh, <laughs> I went out and visited, well, Brando and I both went out and visited our buddy Andy, who lives in Bonneville, which is just a small town How's in Captain uh, Alberta. Doing? He's good. Uh, good we went hear. and saw the movie in Cold Lake, Ooh. and the movie theater was in a strip mall. Nice. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh, it was man. like, small the town. ticket was That's like, so small town. it was like $8 for a ticket, and oh my then like God. $10 for popcorn and pop. It was you fantastic. You watched it in 2D, but... Yes, Whatever. we did. Whatever. I don't know if they had 3D there, to be honest. I don't know if their projector can handle it. <laughs> uh, they put uh, a 3D in there, like the projector just starts smoking. What did you think? I, I fucking love Guardians Galaxy. All three times? Yeah, yeah. you were good with it? I thought the it was really time, good. The third time, I was like, I'm content now. We uh, we talked about it on the last podcast a couple weeks ago before it had come out, and how I'm not crazy about superhero movies, but I love this movie. I thought it was great. It was funny. It was kind of, there was action in it as well. A lot of... A lot of things kind of reminded me of Star Wars, too. Yeah, it's got a very big right? star, original Star Wars vibe. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I really liked it. I thought, fuck, Dave impressed the shit out of me. Big Dave Batista. Too. Going into it, I was worried because I'm like, ah, I don't know how this is going to go. But once they established his character, because I didn't know anything about, like, from the comics, yeah, or, I had no clue about anything shit. about this. So I didn't know his character was, 
as literal as he is where he doesn't pick up on the sarcasm and stuff and just his delivery. And He's supposed to be brainless. Exactly. That's and like the the, they casted him perfectly for that role. Um, I loved it. It was hilarious. First time I saw it, I saw it on an opening night at like a really late showing where I got out of the theater at like 1 a.m. Okay. It was like, whoa, this is awesome. Yeah. Uh, then I was playing games on the PlayStation Now beta, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Because uh, you can stream old games now. Nice. It's like rental. It's like a rental service. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, second time I saw it was on the Sunday that it had come out. So like Saturday, Sunday. Right. Uh, I saw it with a bunch of my friends. So we had like nine of us in a row, which is kind of cool because just we met up with a bunch of people in the theater. It was like, oh, hey, let's all sit in this row together. Yeah. Uh, it was really funny because like, you know when it's like doing the names at the beginning? Yes. It's like Dave Batista. All my friends turn and look at me I'm like, Oh yeah, Batista! Woo! Like, <laughs> we did the like, same thing too. When his like, name popped up, we're like, "Yeah, Batista!" Like, I did that once the first night. Uh, uh, it was a good movie. Yeah, it was good. If you haven't seen it yet, check it out. Yeah, even I recommend it. So there you go, stamp of approval. Brando fucking baited me to see if I would defend it via text message to the nines. Yeah, because I thought he said, "Oh, this movie's the shit," and he said, "Oh, I hear this movie's shit," and I just read it as the shit. So I was like, "Oh yeah." pretty good like just yeah. moderate and then he was like wow what a thought out and well like response for you scotty <laughs> like he was impressed by it and i was like yeah like i like guardians a lot like the comic even yes uh and then i looked and he goes just kidding i have heard nothing but good things about the movie and i go wait a second and i go back and i'm like motherfucker tried to bait me <laughs> he tried to bait me into defending it like to see if i would like go to the ninth degree to yeah. defend it yeah well and you would have i'm sure you would have i would have I, I would have been in a thought-out manner because I was like, you don't, Brando doesn't like comic book <laughs> movies. Like, you guys don't really like that. I was like, it's more a space movie. It's like sci-fi. Yeah, like, it was. There's no other crossover yet at this point. Right. And uh, But I know Brando did enjoy it as well. Who's Legal. your favorite character? <sighs> it's between Groot and uh, Dave. Dave? Okay. Yeah, That's they fair. both made well, me Brando, laugh a lot. He had an answer on Brando's behalf. I think he really liked Dave, too. And All I'll, of us were yeah. laughing. And I think that's partially because we know Batista, and you know that he is kind of that meathead, even in his wrestling character. I just think they casted him perfectly for that movie. Yeah. Like, it's fucking great, and he, he nailed it. He nailed it. And you know what's funny is, um, like, Star-Lord never had that red jacket or that metal mask before, and now in the new comics he's going to be drawn that way. Okay. Drax was already got redesigned to kind of look like Dave. Like yeah. he was just a bald guy with the jeans uh-huh. and whatnot and the markings. Right. And it was like that was the redesign. They don't feel the need to retouch it at all because the only difference of him versus in the movie is in the movie he's much more gray. Okay. In the in the comics he's like still green. He's green and red versus gray and red. Right. Yeah. And it's just like whatever. It's probably more appealing. And if he ever appears on the screen with Hulk, yes. people can still go, oh, the green guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's a good call. Plus, Gamora is green. They've already Gamora is also green. Okay, yes. right? That'd be an overload of green in that movie. And they've already confirmed that they're doing a sequel. Is it in my the favorite realm? Marvel show was shown? Um, the next movie. Yeah, is there a possibility for an Avengers? Yes, crossover. They are going to cross over okay. at some point because like all the gems are being coming into play now. Right. Which is Infinity Gauntlet, which is one of my favorite storylines. Okay. Um, which this is the first movie to say the word infinity and show a gem as a gem. Because yeah. in Avengers, it's the cosmic cube tesseract. Right. Cool. And then apparently in Thor, there's a red thing. I don't watch Thor movies. Cause, yeah, I don't. Um, I should, though. I should probably get on that. Cause, Just so you're aware of it. Yeah. Because believe me, I was like, whoo. But 
nope. Guardians, really, really good. Go see go it see if you it. haven't. Yep. You uh, should also uh, go to the Twitter, our Twitter, at Satpod. There's some pretty cool things up there. There's that uh, the post-Raw Slater Gator. Gif. Cake. Debacle. Incident, if you will. will. Fiasco. And there's also uh, our good friend, friend of the show, JBL, is uh, eagerly supporting the sad pod. So much so that he had to cover up Michael Cole's face. He did, which makes it that much better. We also have other cool things like uh, Ladder War clip between Generico, a.k.a. Sami Zayn, and recently signed Kevin Steen. Yep. Uh, and then we have some other random stuff like heart touching moments with Dave Batista. Yes, I watched that we're, too. Yeah. We're, we're big fans of Dave, Big Good Dave for him. right now. Yep. I like that uh, Respect the Spear shirt as well from uh, Top, Top Rope, Rope Tuesday. Tuesday. You can yes. only get it for today. So That's sorry, right. Podcast. Yep. Let's do the day later. That's true. But That's get t shirts at Top Rope Tuesday. I own numerous of them. Yeah, they got some good ones on there. I was going through it today, and it, uh, they look pretty good. So there's our Twitter love for the day. Yeah. At Top Rope Tuesday. Every Tuesday they come out with new shirts, right? No, now they're daily. Oh, every day? oh, okay. It used to be weekly. Good. I used to like it when it was weekly more because I was able to keep up. And now I'm like, fuck, there's so many good if shows. If you miss a day. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You can find them on other sites for archives, though. Okay. Also, uh, released today, being Tuesday, the uh, Paul Heyman DVD. Uh, I need to watch that. Which, uh, I got the email saying it's been shipped. I actually ordered it. Oh, yeah, I'm borrowing from that. From online. Forgot. So. As soon as that comes in, I'll watch it and then. Well, let Brandon's you, uh, out here, so I'm calling dibs. You know, he'll probably <laughs> right, get to watch it, it before you do. You or get before first. I do. You get it first. Yeah, I'm the best. Okay, that's uh, I think all we had there. Oh, well, oh, Del Rio got yeah, released. Del Rio's gone. Want to talk about it real quick? Sure. Del Rio Mania he, uh, got released. That's also on the Sapod Twitter. Yes, I saw that. All of his botches. Dude, he botched so much. <laughs> he was horrible. Uh, apparently, it was some guy from the website. That had said, like somebody told him to clean up his food, and he said, "No, that's Del Rio's job." He said, "Del," he told Del Rio to do the dishes, basically. Well, yeah, and no, Rio and it got back up. to Del Rio, and he came back, called him out on it, and the guy like just smiled about it, smug, like, yeah, smugly smiled at him, and he just open hand slapped him, and uh, that's the end of that career. Doesn't pay to be a prick. Well, and you know, if a Randy Orton or a John Cena did that, or a Punk, nothing comes of it. But based on where he is in the company, it's and the fact that the company's struggling and they're yeah, doing and they're like, these it's cuts, kind of cutting season. You can't like, bring any negative attention to yourself because it's just you an either excuse. want to be under the radar or shine like a star. Yeah, right now it's it's an excuse for them to just be like, well, you slapped a guy, so we're gonna let you go. And I mean, Del Rio's probably got a fairly decent, above average contract. So, yeah, I mean, they're gonna eagerly get rid of that. They're right? gonna give it all to Steen. Sure. Yeah, so there you go. I just to bring up Steen on this podcast. That's all on you, buddy. Steen, cast Steen. <laughs> Steen, cast Steen. Uh, do you think we see Del Rio and Ricardo reuniting anywhere? Triple A. Yeah. I don't know how that'll work with uh, well, the, the intellectual thing. property of the WWE, though. Ricardo wants to work for companies like PWG and go tag with his friends like Joey Ryan and Candice LeRae. Okay. He wants to go do like the SoCal indie scene, Lucha Vavoom, whatever. Del yeah. Rio is going to go to AAA because he's already going to be working a pay per view where he just shows up. Doesn't work, but just shows up in the audience. Okay. And that's, I think, his name, right? No, it's not. It's, it's Alberto master. Rodriguez, is his real name. I don't know about it. They're probably going to call other. him Alberto Del Mascaris. Sure. Okay. For his father's name. Yeah, that's fine. 
That's pretty good. You don't uh, you don't think that? And then Ricardo's going to go back to working under a hood as like L ice cream or something. L ice cream? That's a thing. Lost ice creams? Is you, have you never seen that tag team? No. It's a Chikara thing where they were all like had mass that had like ice cream cones on them. Yeah. Christopher Daniels was one of them. And like Kazarian at one point. So like they've been talented dudes under the hoods. Hmm. It's just like Chikara, everybody's a dumb character. Right. right. So they yeah. were a gang for King of Trios called Lost Ice Creams. Okay. Lost Ice Creams. Yeah. That's all right. Don't fuck with us. It's a funny name, I guess. You don't think uh, TNA goes after either of these two? No. Even though, I mean, they're in the no, shitter. No, TNA, but I don't think, goes after anybody right now. They shouldn't. No. They would be- Until they have a fucking TV contract. Or they figure out how they're going to do an online deal or whatever. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Although- uh, that, No, they got to like, they just got to keep the guys they have, keep their good talent happy. Let they need What they need to do is let their other talents work indie dates- but for like decent price points, where TNA gets like a five percentage or whatever. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Because it'd be like you got to think about it. Like the Dudley Boys or uh, Powers, like when drawing kind of thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah EC three. I want to see EC three live. He's so funny. Yeah, that's one that the WWE really kind of missed. They completely. fucking dropped the ball on Derek Bateman, the yeah. American guy. That was such a good gimmick. Yeah, just being like, I'm American. I'm the American guy. <laughs> On the He's topic. so funny. Did you see that one little uh, clip? I think I put a gif up of it that had sound where it was like, you can't wrestle, where he like gave the mic to a fan in New York and he was yeah. just like, yes, I can, or something like that. And it's like, I'm very good afterwards. <laughs> you can't wrestle. Yes, I can. You can't wrestle. I'm very good. <laughs> He's just really funny. He is. I have no problem with him. And like, I remember first being like, fuck, he got the shit gimmick of being Dixie's that. Yeah. Like, no, he's That's working. What I, I think He's a lot working of people as thought the, that. He's working the main heel faction. He's worked Kurt Angle. He's worked numerous big names. Yep. Yep. Uh, I Spike has, in the topic of TNA, they've given them, I think, an extra month to figure their shit out. So Spike oh. is being somewhat courteous. Come on, Spike. Come around. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, the other thing. You want a bunch TNA of to make it out, though. You secretly do in the end. I do. No, yeah. Because you I don't just, want there to be only done. WWE. No, of course not. No, no, you like. But I think you, Spike's done with them, is what I'm saying. Oh, man. I just don't think Spike comes back. CTV is picking him up. <laughs> uh, 2 the other thing is that. 2 a.m. to 3 a.m. Did you hear the whole rumors about uh, the trucks, the SmackDown trucks? Yeah. They popped Thursday up night. where they had painted Thursday night on them. I heard they jumped the gun on that. Either they jumped the gun or the guy just had no fucking clue what he was doing. I haven't seen anything that's confirming that they are moving to Thursday night. It would I, make sense. I heard Sci-Fi was moving it. Their, Sci-Fi it isn't for sure until like later in the summer. Yeah, because it's the fall schedule. Right. Yeah. That's it's moving it to it because Sci-Fi is going to be running movies all. Friday. I, that's why I, I didn't get why they ever kept it on Friday night because it was UPN that changed it from Thursday to Fridays. Yeah. And now that Sci-Fi's had it, I We're figured fried on Thursday night, Michael. Makes more sense for Sci-Fi. Michael. They can put their their movies on. Muggle. Shut up! Oh. <laughs> Thanks to Vito for that one. <laughs> New favorite sound effect. Shut up! All right. Let's talk about some, some Raw. Some Raw. Uh, live from Portland, Oregon tonight. I didn't get the name of the, the arena. Do you know it? All right. Portlandia Stadium. 
I don't know. The show starts with the reminder that it's Hulk Hogan's birthday celebration, Scotty. Probably I, your favorite Raw of all time. You want me to be livid. Okay. <laughs> this is the funniest thing. You want me to be livid. I'm sitting there watching Raw from the get-go, and I'm like, okay, whatever. Right? And, like, we'll just say these real quick as we're on the topic of it. Yep. They showed uh, numerous celebrities or athletes wishing the Hulkster a happy birthday. And I didn't really have anything against it, aside from, like, Flo Rider, but I'm like, whatever. He works with WWE a lot. But then they had Weird Al Yankovic, and I was like, yeah, that was my high point. Some footballers. Yeah. Anyone else notable? Not really. No. All the good shit Flo was Rider. at the end. No, fuck Flo Rida. We've already discussed this. This is the third episode in a row where we've said this. We gotta bring up Flo Rida every chance we get. God damn it. Um, but no, you know what? It turned out to be not bad. What did you think of Brock Lesnar coming out with the presents on the, on yeah, the stage? That made me laugh. I thought it looked stupid. I'm glad that they worked it in later, but I'm just like, oh, God, that is just... Like, it's like they try and figure out these ways like to destroy house that- go-home shows. Yeah, there's, there's like, always some stupid gimmick attached to these go well, home how shows. Can we shit the bed and the go. I just don't get it. Why you plan it for your go home? I get that it's his birthday, but it's the go home for the SummerSlam, which is your biggest one of your quote unquote top four. SummerSlam is <sighs> my second favorite pay per view of the year, every year behind Mania. You actually you don't like Mania? No, Mania. Royal Rumble. Rumble's my favorite. Yeah, I'd go Mania. Actually, I go Rumble Mania, and then SummerSlam. that's just because you get right liquored. Actually. Before we get into Raw, guess who's getting right looking for SummerSlam? Who? Scott and Victoria. Good. It's her birthday. Is it? On we're going, Yeah, we're going to a bar okay. that's playing it. Nice. And they're having like macho nachos and shit like that. <laughs> like a bunch of- Good. That'll be fun. Bunch of themed stuff, so. Good. Well, happy early birthday. Yeah, she's turning 22. The big 2-2, two, two, eh? Yeah. She's as old as you are. Make sure they play Taylor Swift at the bar for her. No. I'm feeling 22. Oh, if only Brenda was here, he'd be like, that's the song of the week. We're going out to it. I uh when I on my birthday at midnight, I played that song. You're twenty two now? Yeah. By myself in my room. I just Yeah, but we're, it's you. recently come up that you're <laughs> like into a lot of pop music. No. Just stereos. <laughs> and T Swift. And wrestling. It's a very odd combination. All right. Yeah, I'm not sure how those blend together. Lesnar comes out with the presents, as we were talking about. Um, He's got some tape on his T-shirt. Yes, Lesnar's shirt now says, Eat, Sleep, Conquer, John Cena. That's, I guess, an easy thing to do. They did it for the streak, too. I'm just going to keep that shirt and just scratch out the bottom, repeat, and just put in It's not worth selling new T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of weak. Uh, Heyman says that in six days... He'll be the advocate for the reigning defending WWE heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar. Lesnar wants Heyman to sell SummerSlam to the C-Nation. They show a recap of Lesnar beating Taker at Mania. Uh, <laughs> surprised black guy got a pop from the crowd when they showed him. The, you know, yeah, the shocked face Literally, guy. the crowd was like, hey, it's the guy. We so, love him. Good for him. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, actually. Um Heyman then throws back to Lesnar versus Rock and uh, Hogan. Heyman says that when Cena says, you can't see me, he's not lying. Because after Lesnar is done, he's not going to be around anymore. Then they throw back to the Extreme Rules 2012, which have you watched it yet? No. Oh, for fuck's sakes. I watched it again this past I, week. I watched a bunch of shitty pay-per-views. It's a great, great match. Watch, Just watch that match. Don't even have to watch the whole pay-per-view. 
It's probably on YouTube. It, the network's available here now, as of right now. The Not the real network. <laughs> you shut up. The Rogers network sucks. Canadians are still getting shafted. Yeah, it'll probably be another month before it's available on the West, the West Coast. But, like, it's not, it's a fucking stream service, not a fucking on-demand. There is some on-demand, but I yeah. don't know how it works. It's not everything. No, it's not the exact, it's, it's, it's different not, than the American feed. Don't, it's not the network. Well, and the feed that we're getting, like the channel feed, is different from the feed that'll be in the States as well. So whatever is we're on their live We're not going to get the best of the different. Hacksaw Jim Duggan days? We're well, going to get the best of the Mountie instead? The The cool part about it is that they haven't, made a deal that works around the CRTC, meaning that they have to have some sort of Canadian content. Oh, all you can watch Lance Storm matches. Uh, I'm thinking more like Stampede Wrestling because they have those libraries. Oh, yeah, they do. So, who knows? I'm guessing. I've not read anything. I've not seen anything. I'm totally spitballing that that would be something really cool that they could do and it would help get around that because we've got weird laws for they should just programming show up here. More 2006 era on that, because you know there's like that's when the most Canadians were on the roster. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Well, Trish, we'll, Christian, uh, Jericho, all in prominent spots on the company. Yeah. Storm was there for a bit. Edge started getting pretty big. Edge right around that time. Yeah, Edge was like that's when he was breaking out. Yeah. Not being like they were even breaking out when they were in the Brood. True. Right? Like, they came in and, like, instantly were pushed. But, I mean, that's when he was starting to get his world titles. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's when he was... His biggest push, When he was being the guy who was like, ah, capitalize on moments. Yes. Yeah, okay. The ultimate opportunist. Yeah, there we go. The Um, braided R soup. Heyman uh, says, although Lesnar lost the match at Extreme Rules 2012, he won the fight. Uh, And he says that Lesnar was only at 50% for that match. Uh, because of uh, his glaucoma, I forget. Yeah, I forget what. It yeah, was. his glaucoma. He had a weird thing. His glaucoma. His bum or something. His bum. Yeah, I don't know. It was like a colon. I don't know. I fuck. His colon was stretched. It legitimately. It was. Then I was thing. like, stretch him, stretch his colon. So then it did force him to retire from the UFC, which they brought up here. He's a bitch. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then he says that this week, uh, Brock Lesnar's at a, th- uh, a thousand percent. No, 100%. And then Heyman goes into his rap, which is fantastic. Well, as long as he's got his medication for his glaucoma, he'll be fine. Yeah. Weed. Let's see again that. Hanging over Rob Van Dam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just see the Lesnar backstage like, hey, Rob, you got uh, you got the stuff? Rob, no. And then Zeb is like, <laughs> you're in need, eh? <laughs> Zeb is the is the guy? Is yeah, he? Zeb's the guy. Who, who do you think? He's the, the, he's guy the pusher be? man? It used to be Josh Matthews, but now it's Zeb Coulter. (laughs) He passed the torch. Yeah. Get it? I get it. Okay. They plug uh, the 999 thing. Fuck Uh, that. That was brutal last week. I'm I'm so done with the 999. I I don't get what their angle is here. Troll me. Yeah, but it's not even a funny troll. It's just like, we're going to push this on you, and then by the end of it, you're just going to not want anything to do with the network. Because it'll make you think of them saying nine ninety nine ten billion times. I just don't get why they did it or why they continue to do it. The nine ninety nine thing is excessive. It's excessive. Yeah. Now. Well, and the other thing is that it's not nine ninety nine here for that network. It's eleven ninety nine. Yeah, but we're probably watching it on. Oh wait, you're watching it on your TV. I was. 
I'm watching it on USA Network, to be fair. Like, it's just it, it, that they're pushing it, and then it's just a kick in the balls to Canadians. And How much are you paying for this, Warren? For what? For, for the network. Nine ninety nine. Yeah? Plus what? No, nothing. What? Really? You don't know I have the American feed. How do you have the American? Oh, yeah, never mind. You well, know? yeah, okay, but I paid for the service as well, which was like $12, to block my IP address or whatever the hell it is. Is that worth it? Yeah. Overall, yeah, it is. You're still getting the for how much endless shit you're watching for twenty two, yeah. for twenty two, I'd watch it. Even if you're just watching the pay per views every month, that's oh yeah, even that's you're a already steal saving money. Yeah, plus main event or and NXT. Yeah. yeah, oh, it's a steal of a deal. NXT's on TV up here. Nine ninety nine, nine ninety nine on yeah. Sapphire too. <laughs> we don't charge anything though. We're free. We're free. We love you guys. But you could send us a beer. <laughs> if you ever see yes, us? Just send us a beer. Send it. Send it our way. <laughs> uh, we had This is where we had Flo Rida wishing a happy, Weird Al. happy 21st birthday, he said. Class act. That Funny, Flo. Flo Rida. And then, yeah, Weird Al with his accordion. Weird Al. Yeah, good for him. Weird Al. Didn't even know he was a wrestling fan or a Hulk Hogan fan. Or, I don't know. Everybody's a Hulkster. Maybe maybe he just really liked the, the sex tape. We're all just Hulkamaniacs, let's be honest. I'm not. I know, I know you're not. Even though you're wearing Hulk colors, right Hulk now. colors today. I was wondering if you're going to bring up the red <laughs> yellow I was wearing. Uh, Roman Reigns makes his way to the ring. Uh, Kane's music hits. He's back to the old corporate Kane. Kane referenced himself in third person. He like, did, I know when you He's beat like, Kane last, last week. When week. you beat, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? What? You're Your just... name is still Kane, even though you're corporate Kane. You're still Kane. Yeah, like that third was person. Weird. Maybe he's going for a rock thing now. Kane's going to choke slam. <laughs> You listen when the cane is talking. Uh, he says he's once again the director of operations for the authority. They, they're taking the week off in the go-home show. Yep. Uh, he books Reigns against Ry Baxel, and JBL says these guys must be tough to come out with those stupid hats. It's my JBL line of the week right there. Really? That's the JBL? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, this wasn't, I don't know. This wasn't you that knew great what of a was match. happen. Like, yeah, you knew that, that, like, the more things I have from this are like, well, are you surprised Ryback doesn't have a WWE title yet? Like, he has zero titles. He had a, uh, he had a WWE title match against Punk mm-hmm. and Hell in a Cell. Such so that, he has not challenged for anything else. Like, nothing. Yeah, he didn't even win when they were in the NXT faction. Yeah, he never carried Nexus. anything. Yeah, he Nexus the or the core, or nothing. Huh. I never even thought about it. Think about it now. Curtis Axel was the Intercontinental Championship. <laughs> and Curtis Axel got no offense in on this match, aside from like the shit outside the ring. Yeah. Which I was just like, ah. the finish of this was like sketchy because you're just like, really? Like you could easily keep Orton or Reigns super strong and just have him beat both. Yeah, that's what I was kind of confused about. Like, they had the DQ finish where they were both double-teaming him on the outside. Yeah. And then Reigns battles back and destroys both of them. But I just don't get why you don't just have him win clean in the match. Yeah, exactly. It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, they're they're disposable enough where they can lose to Reigns, and it doesn't matter. Reigns is a top guy right now. Uh, there was the one spot in the ring where he kicked Axel in the back of the legs. And he flipped. And Axel, like, flipped. Yeah. Sold. That was fucking great. That I was great. That. Um, not too many people would be able to do it. That's a... Fucking heading thing to be able to do. Yeah, maybe. Like they, his dad did it all the time. Uh, one cool thing I've got from this one is, uh, since when is Roman Reigns reloading his hand? 
reloading or before every punch, you mean? Yeah, like when he does multiple Superman punches, like tonight. Yeah, I don't know. I I couldn't remember him doing multiple, so I don't know if he's done it in between before. It was notable tonight, or on this draw. Yeah, they made note of it. Like they said, he's reloading it or whatever, but... You doing okay? Yes. Couple sneezes. <laughs> yeah, I'm all good. Uh, Renee Young appears in the ring post-match randomly. Post-match interview. Was um, she wearing shoes? She looked very tall. She didn't look much shorter than him, so I think she was wearing shoes. Wearing some I was going to say that's good. That way she doesn't get gingivitis to the feet like Molly Holly. Is that a real thing? Yeah, that's what happened to her. She never wore shoes in the ring. Bummer. Why, why don't you see her anymore? Because she has gingivitis to the feet. Damn right. What's gingivitis of the feet? Where your feet are all gross. Isn't gingivitis only on the gums? Could happen on the feet too. Huh. Yeah. There you go. You learned something new. No, she, her feet are all gross though. Well, yeah, no doubt. She's got like biz- mold. What about Superfly? Superfly got weird gross feet? Sanuka? Yeah. Bad probably. What about Rusev? His are coming. <laughs> Couple more years. He'll get the gingivitis. <laughs> Uh, Renee Young asked Reigns how he feels about going one-on-one with Orton at SummerSlam uh, and he admits that Orton left him lying two weeks ago but says this Sunday he's going to take everything from him and then he asks what's a viper when you knock its fangs down its throat and then he like looks at Renee and he's like off mic he's like do you know and she like nods (laughs) it's very awkward he goes a worthless little worm and then he, he says believe that but he said it like believe that Believe he that. was really awkward here. Like he, I, he was trying to have fun but, with it. Yeah, no, I like when he, yeah, know, when he was, was just, trying to take you have fun. He's like, Randy Orton says that I've stolen something from him. I've never stolen yeah. from Orton, but on Sunday I'm taking it all. It was just very weird. It's the, it's the new face reigns, man. Okay, he was so fucking over in Portland. He was, he was. over. It was just I was watching it at home, and I'm just like, this is awkward. Like. He's, He's trying so to find something, but I don't know. Anyways, so that match is happening on Sunday. We go backstage. Orton and Kane are back there. Orton promises to... You, you doing okay? Yeah, I'm just sneezing. You had a lot of sneezes tonight. All the sneezes. Allergies? Maybe. Hmm. Go to the doctor, maybe. No. Okay. You good? Yeah. Here's some Kleenex. Orton's backstage. Toilet no, paper I'm there. No, I'm cool. I'll okay. just sneeze on myself. <laughs> Orton promises to end Roman Reigns at SummerSlam. Uh, Kane says his match at SummerSlam will be one of the biggest of Randy Orton's career against Roman Reigns. Apparently that's a big deal for Orton, who's won several WWE titles and feuded with Triple H after breaking off Evolution. But no, no. Roman Reigns in 2014 is the biggest match of his career. Maybe top 10? I guess he, he... or doesn't have that many good matches, so. His first title, he won from vacant, right? Yes. <laughs> or that's the way they'd have us believe it. It was Chris Benoit, in case you don't remember. Oh. Yeah. I was going to say, wasn't he also handed the Intercontinental <laughs> Championship as well? Yes. I think you're right. From vacant? I think he just got it. Just like, here you go. Yeah. They, they, like, Ric Flair handed it to him. Yeah. Yeah, because Flair won it. And yeah. then he's like, I, I'm not going to defend it. There you go. Orton's had a lot of easy, easy in his life. It's all handed to him. That's why we're not fans. Yeah. Well, and he's had how many violations? He's still there. But, oh, we got to fucking fire Del Rio. <laughs> not that I'm complaining about that, but no, it is unfair. No, Orton should be fired. All right. Good thing Rano's not here. Yeah, he'd be all like, <laughs> Scotty, 
Who do you think you are? <laughs> That's my Brando. All right. That's Good. the sound effect. Well, you're going to need some cocaine. Oh, I didn't tell you Brando really that way. <laughs> uh, Kane books the match uh, for Orton against Sheamus later in the night, which I rolled my eyes at when he did that. Yeah, I was like, no, at least you don't get this match often. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we get RVD making his way to the ring after selling drugs to Brock Lesnar for his glaucoma. Uh, he's having his match that he was supposed to have last week with Seth Rollins. We should talk about that because who also has glaucoma? No, I'm just kidding. Okay, they did the match or the the beat the clock challenge last week. He's Slater, and uh, yeah, he's my man. Picked up a victory. Slater's gonna slate, baby. In the main event, technically. Well, yes. Aside, Last week. Uh, aside from like, the Diva segment at the end. Yeah. But, but in yeah, the in the main, main event, event match, match. Yeah. Fucking Heath Slater. Woo! Yeah, I was surprised by that. Um, did you mark out? I did. I I popped. That was pretty cool. Good. Well Good deserved. Heath. I'm happy for him. Um, This match, I don't know. It was surprisingly slow considering who was in it, I thought. It was slow, but like it worked for the better. I thought this match actually was really good. And fairly entertaining because they slowed their pace down. Their kicks were on target. They weren't flipping around and mm-hmm. missing each other. Especially with like someone like Rob Van Dam, who we've generally said it's sometimes hard to work with, but sometimes in his old age can't go with a young guy. It looked like they slowed their pace down to to uh, to make it blend. I thought it blended fairly well. Yeah, I just found that there was too many rest holds early. Like it was like did two moves and then they were already doing like yeah already doing chin locks uh, yeah chin lock and yeah just like you, you know you see these two and you think high flying bang bang action and I get like totally it was good match it I mean, got there but it was just I don't know I found it was just a, a slow that barricade start to spot it. was pretty uh, yeah pretty he did gnarly. just jump to the barricade spot Rollins avoided it Rollins moves but he like smoked his leg uh, he hit okay, the did you hear uh, well. RVD when he told the fans to move uh, I saw it. I didn't hear what he said. Oh, I was like, hey, dudes, could you please move? Dudes? Yeah. <laughs> dudes. It was just like a couple of kids. It was like <laughs> kids and a dad. Dudes. And they're like, oh, dad, Rob Van Dam. <laughs> Is that a Bo Dallas thumb? Jesus. That's an inside joke there. <laughs> uh, Brando thought the RVD thumb was a Bo Dallas thumb. When he Numerous drunk. times Twice. in the evening. Yes. Yes. Twice. Yeah, it was so funny. Uh, it, Rob Van Dam hit the rolling thunder and then hit the... What do you call that? Split the, leg moonsault? Sure. Yeah. There the, it is. Uh, but then uh, that Rollins. crisp clean. Yeah, it was. It was really good. Uh, didn't even try the five-star, though. Nah. Rollins just kind of kicked him in the gut and then curb stomped him kind of out of nowhere. It was a good, like, quick finish. Great sell, too. Anything when the head, RVD's fucking unbelievable. Itself. He's like, I'll plant it. DDT's pedigrees, like, he just fucking puts his head on the mat. He's ridiculous. In the best of ways, though. What a talent, Rob Van Dam. That's all I can say after this week. <laughs> Underused, one might say. Underutilized. Um, then he walks to the top of the ramp, Rollins does, celebrates, looks at the presents, and then like shrugs it off, laughs, and then Ambrose bursts out of one of the big gifts and uh, chases Rollins from the arena. And then Ambrose grabs a mic, tells him to run while he still can because there's no running in a lumberjack match, and for just nine ninety nine. He'll get more than his money's worth. At least his $9.99 was decent. Yeah. Still, it's just too forced. Yeah. You should not be making your talent working these into their promo. You're shoving it down. Let your announcers do it. Let 
Triple H do it if you really want to. Maybe Paul Heyman, like a manager, but the wrestlers should not be doing it in their fucking promos. No, he's just, I'm going to beat your ass. Yeah. Stay serious. Great. It, 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 uh, this Sunday at SummerSlam, and then you cut to the n- announcers who say, and you can get that for $9.99, right? Don't Ooh, make them do it. Yeah. It's fucking horrible. We should explain, though, that they... So because of that beat the clock, Ambrose won by screwing over Rollins and Lance and he later win. the lamest thing he yeah, could have picked. It, it doesn't like, make any sense. For the sense. character of Ambrose, who we're all fans of on the show here... The loose cannon, unpredictable guy, why the fuck would he pick a lumberjack man? Well, yeah, and he did it on SmackDown, and his reasoning was that Rollins made a lot of enemies when he was in the Shield, and this way the enemies are going to keep him in the ring, but Ambrose was also in the Shield. They, they dislike him just less. Not a lot of logic there. I, I don't Ambrose, know. we all know that the architect of the Shield was Seth Rollins. Yeah. So, Seth Ambrose is just a goon. Nobody wants to fight the goon. I guess. Like, I, do you, hey, would you want to beat up Shredder or the Foot Clan? <laughs> True, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I, I would think... Would you want to beat up the Joker Clan or the Joker himself? Yeah, that makes sense. Everyone's like, oh, Ambrose, you're so dumb. <laughs> like, they're just like, yeah, here's a ball. It and just, like, it, it, when, when I heard... When I see Ambrose gets to pick the stipulation, you zoom street I automatically fight. no DQ. No, I think he's putting the fucking briefcase on the line. I don't think he can justify that big of a step. I don't know. He got to pick the step. Why not? That's where my mind went first. I don't I feel think like, I'm alone like, there. Triple H would have to okay that. Maybe, unless like it was like anything you want. I don't know. That's just where my mind went first when I, I thought that. But I, I, was I extremely no DQ match. Uh, yeah, street fight, false count anywhere. Well, and, and the lumberjack match would make sense had they have had their match at the last pay per view, and maybe you know Rollins runs out of the ring and gets counted yeah. out, and then you have a reason a to say we then. need lumberjacks to keep this guy in the ring. But it's just a straight lumberjack match no. for the first match. Backstage brawl, parking yeah. lot brawl. I don't think this match brawl. is going to suffer because of it, though. I think this is going to be good no matter what. But it would have been nicer to have. Oh, great! A no, Adam Rose used to be on a pay per view. Whoop dee! <laughs> there you go. That's uh, what happened last week. Stephanie McMahon comes to the ring. Oh fuck uh, this segment! They <laughs> recapped last week's contract signing, where uh, Steph nailed two pretty decent pedigrees. I was pretty impressed with her, actually. Uh, Steph says it's her mission to always do what's best for the WWE universe, and sometimes they receive information that can negatively impact. One of the employees' lives, and that's exactly what happened tonight. She reminds us of Daniel Bryan's rehab and then brings out his physical therapist. Megan Miller. Megan Miller. Who, who was not attractive and could not act. You know who she reminded me a lot of? The fucking AJ Styles lady? Claire Lynch. That's the AJ yes. Styles lady, right? Yeah. Like, I almost identical. When she got in the ring, I'm like, oh my God. I Did think they, it was. I, maybe it was the same chick, just to be funny. Just to be like, this is like as stupid TNA. as TNA is. So um, I assume this angle is getting dropped. Angle? Like after the pay-per-view, you mean? No, I mean, it's like dropped after a Raw. Like we all know that didn't happen, right? Oh, you're saying the cheating thing. Yeah. yeah like no, we're yeah, yeah, never yeah. seeing Megan Miller again. I don't know. I guess. They it depends on if they're going to keep going with Bree and Stephanie, I guess. No, Bree's going to win. Stephanie's going to roll over in her grave. Yeah. Unless they're trying to pull the like stretch this out until Brian comes back. No, but that's a long time, a long time because he's probably not going to be back. I'm till so next tired year. of this Bella versus Steph thing. Yeah, I don't. It's gone I'm on intrigued. too long. 
I think the match will be pretty good. I think the match could be good, but it's gone on too long. Yeah. How many has. times did you see the fucking slap? No, yeah. The original slap. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you're right. I think although it's a weird thing to bring up and then just drop. Yeah, like they have to obviously wrap this story up, but it's kind of It's an easy way to just be like, "Hey, Stephanie paid this chick and therefore the charges are dropped because none of it was true and I don't know. That's probably what'll happen." It they have to prove that it wasn't that it didn't actually happen. Though. Yeah. So bring that's, that's hurt Daniel Bryan big time if it is if they're going to keep it, you know what I mean? If they well, don't the, say that it's not true. Why would you fucking soil your biggest yeah. baby face right now that isn't Cena? I don't know. It's really? a weird, it's a very weird thing that they did here. Like, it didn't make a lot of sense. Does Daniel Bryan come off or look like the kind of guy who would do that? No. Especially when his wife looks like that and this chick looks how she looks. I don't think anybody would do that. No, I just like, from the moment that like Vickers cooking supper. Well, like this time was going on, I was like, oh, they're doing this. No, they're not. Oh, wow, they're really fucking doing this. Yeah. It was just shit. Uh, So, yeah, Megan admits that she's been having an affair with Daniel Bryan. And then uh, Brie comes to the ring. She slaps Megan, tackles Steph, and then Brie locked in a fucking horrible yes lock. But it was legit. Yeah, it was. It looked Steph actually looked like her shoulder hurt afterwards. Yeah. Um, And then our favorites. Jamie Noble, Finley, and Joey Mercury came to the rescue. And then Steph says, we're going to finish this tonight. The modern job squad, if you will. Yeah, and then uh, the crowd chants yes, and that's the end of that horrible, horrible segment. Moving on. But then it's cleaned up by your good friend Drew Brees and A.J. Hawk and Aaron Rodgers wishing Hogan a happy birthday. I only know who Drew Brees is. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is pretty good. Everyone he was a... San Diego Charger? Yes, I do. Those were the days. He wasn't very good back then. Back when Sean Alexander was a Seahawk? Yep. yep. Matt up. Hesselback yep. was around? He, he's still around. He's, Where does he, what's he doing? Back up in Tennessee. Oh, fuck the Titans. Yeah. Sorry to any Titans fans. But yeah, <laughs> I don't watch NFL at all. You know who does watch NFL, or who looks like someone who watches NFL? You? Zeb Coulter. Really, you'd be relatives. To Zeb Coulter? Yeah. I can't grow a mustache or shit, though. That's the Yeah, but you got, like, zany facial hair. I guess. I could maybe, like, you curl kind of got, my beard. You're both robust. Into, a, into, like, a little... Yeah, you could do it. <laughs> it would look gross, but I'd do it. Maybe that's what I'll do. I'll be reverse Zeb Coulter for Halloween. Have it on my chin. And have Brandon my... be your Jack Swagger. <laughs> He'll just wear the T-shirt. Okay, good. Uh, a new T-shirt. It's blue and red the now. The blue and red. Do you like this one better? Yeah, it doesn't say we the people in the arm, though. Maybe it says it on the back. It says it on the back. Did it? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I get why they do it, because it's more American, because it's it's blue and red and white. God damn it. Stars and Stars bars. And damn it. <laughs> there you go. I was waiting for that. Uh, Cesaro uh, is taking on Swagger, who uh, they Cesaro lost on SmackDown. Yeah, what a shame. After one of the greatest matches I've ever seen him in against Cena on Monday, the day after... He loses to fucking Swagger. And he Ridiculous. Lo- he's working the ribs here, at least. He's stretching Swagger hard in the beginning. Really, like, trying to work that. Uh, work the injured ribs. Yeah, he had them in the abdominal stretch at one point. It was biting the tape. Cesaro was a trying, beast in this match. Trying to pick it off. He tried to go for the suplex, but then that got reversed. 
Oh yeah, and then they landed on the apron. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh!" The finish I, was pretty. I good wanted too. a bump to the outside there. Yeah, so. I was waiting for it too. And if anyone's going to do it, Cesaro would take that bump. But I, I think it would have made Swagger look so strong. Yeah, if he would have done that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not like they're worried about making Cesaro look weak because he fucking lost again to Jack Swagger here. Yep. After tapped uh, out twice in a row, he went to the the top rope and then Swagger ran up there. Pushed him, but held onto the leg. It was it was a cool finish. Yeah, it's not a bad Different. spot, but it's just unfortunate the finish. You're like, ooh, I don't. What it, happened to Cesaro? Yeah. I don't know, but it keeps Swagger strong going into Sunday. Like, it does. let's just talk about like that prop being proper booking. It keeps your American hero going into Sunday against Rusev strong. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, I, I totally agree. I, I like I get why he wins, but you could have had anybody else lose. Do? Yeah. Like, why was Cesaro put here? Could have been anyone else. Anyone. Oh, just it. I don't know. It's just he's just gone downhill at a ridiculous pace. He just had to be Cesaro, apparently. I guess so. Uh, they uh, uh, Coulter grabs a mic, promises that Swagger will win this Sunday. He asks people to rise, place their hands over their hearts, and say, "We the P," and then Dude. the flag. Oh yeah, the Russian flag falls. Russian flag drops from the roof. Rusev comes out, and they stare at each other, and that's the end of that. No promo from Lana. Nothing. Just no. Nah, they kept it short and sweet. Yeah. Well, what? still establishing that they have a feud. What is a flag match? You just got to put the flag in the holster first, and you win. One would assume you, you have to get your flag, flag down. Flag? It, this is British flag on a pole match. Okay. That's what I assume we're getting. That would make sense. But then, are they both on the same pole, or is one on one corner One's and on, the other on another? They're corner? on the opposite ones. Okay. It's gonna be dumb. Stupid. Yeah. But uh, who do you think wins that? Who's your winner in that? Swagger. You think Swagger? Uh, we'll get into that later for our picks. Okay. To close up the show. Good. All right. Uh, they show the uh, one-on-one confrontation between uh, Wyatt and Jericho. What did you think of it? With Michael Cole, quote-unquote, interviewing. He was there for three seconds. He introed, and then Wyatt's like, that's enough, Michael. You can leave, <laughs> which made me laugh. This was pretty cool, though. It was different. Than what they've been doing. However, this feud is really like it's flopped for are me. Are you still just like, what are they feuding yeah. for? Like I was super excited at the beginning when Jericho came back and then the Wides came out. I'm like, oh, this will be fucking great. But then they didn't build the feud. They didn't explain why this is happening. Yeah. And then Jericho wins the first match. It it just I don't know. It doesn't make any sense to me what's going on here. There's nothing. Oh man, don't say that. There's nothing. They they did the whole save me thing. Save us. Yeah, there's slightly. Still, there's still the, the hope of a good match on Sunday. Yeah, maybe. The problem is is that people have kind of been turning on why it's in-ring stuff. There's been boring chants at some of his matches. Yeah, they shouldn't put him in the ring with Chris Jericho. I disagree. I think Jericho's Chris Jericho's too, a great guy to be Jericho's with. Jericho's too good. He's a little too good, if you ask me. I, I don't see why that... I think it's a great pairing. I just think it needed something. You know, and people he should just not have like lost that first to cheer match. Jericho so much. Like Jericho can turn any crowd on anyone. Well, and I think that's exactly why they put him with him is because Wyatt was getting to be too much of a face. And they yeah, wanted to tone him back. Yeah, I guess so. But they just didn't put anything into the feud. At the, the expense of getting boring chance, though. Yeah, I know. It's... I don't know. It's just a weird feud. It, we'll see how the match is. I don't think this goes past... SummerSlam, although if Wyatt wins, technically it's 1-1, so maybe you do do one more. What's Night uh, of Champions? What's uh, pay-per-view after this one? Yeah, Night of Champions, then Night. Hell in a Cell Survivor Series TLC. 
Yeah, one more United Champions. The rubber match. Yeah, because I think Jericho has another month. Yeah, before you would know, man. You you got tickets for every Fozzie show. <laughs> I've never seen them actually. You love Fozzie. I do love Fozzie. I've just never seen them live. I would. They came here. Is that a play on Fozzie Bear? No, they were when they started. They were a Aussie cover band. Oh, he sounds like Aussie a lot actually. When you oh, really, really sit down and think about it, his high pitched voice when he sings, it's it's similarities. I'll have to sit down and compare. Okay, you do that and let me know next week. You let me know how it is. All right, I actually will do this for you. And I think there is a Fozzie Bear connection somehow. Everybody loves the Muppets. Who doesn't, right? Waka Waka. Waka Waka. All right. Little he- Waka Flocka. <laughs> he and your relation to the Fozzie Bear? I don't know who that is. He's a rapper who sucks. Okay. Walk- oh, Waka Flocka Flame, you mean? Maybe. All right, AJ Lee skips to the ring as they inform us of the global expansion of the WWE Network. Yeah, we'll see how that goes. We've already (laughs) talked about that. AJ Lee versus Eva Marie. And a minute into this match, Christ, Paige's music hit. Yeah, that's exactly what I've written here. Thankfully, it wasn't long until Paige came out. Yes. Skip. Eva was not great. Get the Uh, distraction. Yeah, Eva wins. Eva gets a fucking cover. On AJ, the Divas champion. The the champion. Where's Eva Marie's title match? Main event. She she deserves it now. She should be a triple threat at SummerSlam. But even the match. Hashtag push Eva. (laughs) Paige uh, gets on the mic, apologizes for pushing AJ off the stage with like a poem. It was kind of cutesy. It was. Um, This promo, granted, this promo was probably written for her, like the poem. Yeah. But uh, I, I think Paige has been getting a lot better in her. Mike skills. Yeah, I think she's really sharp. Because in NXT, she was, well, even, you know, in her on debut. The, uh, did she would just scream. Yeah. She would just yell. But she can't rely on that forever, right? She needs to work on it. And I think she's been improving a lot. Yeah, but this, that. like, catty, funny character. Yeah. Uh, and then after she leaves, AJ uh, beats up beats, Eva she, outside. She fucking battered her. Yeah. She just battered it, Eva. Eva, uh, she took some bumps here. I'll give her that. But her facial expressions were like, you could see that she's thinking about what's going on next. That's what she needs to work on. Because as like AJ's picking her up, she's looking at AJ right in the eye, trying to figure out what the hell's going on. But she's not selling any sort of pain or anything. It's just straight-faced. She needs to work on that. Then she'll be a top-tier a top tier talent. Eva Marie, Divas champion within a year, calling it right now. I don't like Eva Marie at all. <laughs> me neither. Boo. I don't want that to happen. Oh, man. Warren, I wish you were sitting at the house show next to me during when her when she came out. Yeah. I was so loud. I was like, boo! Boo this lady! You suck! Boo! Boo! The lady behind, like, behind is like, why does that kid hate her so much? Uh, she looked good, though. I'll give her that. She's attractive. No, she's not that she's great. Dumb as a post, but... I would rather see JoJo on TV. I think she's the same age as you as well. Oh, really? So that's it. We're setting me and Eva Marie up. Making it happen, Snapod listeners. We'd she, be a cute she couple. Is, uh, oh, no, I lied. She's 29. She's older. Whoa, she, older. she's a good model. She's six years older than I. I didn't think she was that old. I oh, wait, she she's eight young. years older than me, actually. Yeah, she's born in 1984. What about JoJo? Is JoJo 21? JoJo's pretty young, I think. Can I date JoJo to be acceptable? Hey, there's a singer named JoJo. I yeah. about her. Yeah, I would remember her. No, JoJo WWE. Who else is young? What about Becky Lynch? How old is she? Slow down. 
my God, Google faster. Jojo, what's Brando her last name? Brando would be able to do it. I don't know. Just put Jojo WWE in. Jojo WWE. She's a ring announcer now? Yeah, I'm an NXT. Is that right? Uh, she's 20. Born in 1994. Yeah, I'm older. There you go. I could, we could make that happen. Brando, Brando could date Eva Marie because Brando's 29. Becky Lynch? Yeah, I think she's like probably older. 27. Fuck, she's born a day before me too. Uh, and you can date Becky Lynch. Okay. Now we all have WWE girlfriends. I'll take it. Brando got Eva Marie though. Okay. He'd fit with her. They're both catty. Yeah, ooh. <laughs> okay. They'd be the couple, like, you'd be like, oh, yeah, we're going to go get you guys some drinks. And you'd be like, oh, they're talking about us yeah. right now. <laughs> they would be. That's exactly what they'd be. Brando. 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 You, you catty bitch. <laughs> okay. John Cena comes out to respond to Lesnar. He's got uh, a new red shirt with yellow writing on it. Hulkamania, brother. White shorts. Khaki shorts. First time I've ever seen him wear white shorts before in my life. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Huh. I think I've seen that before, but maybe not. He did khaki. He did black. He did maybe, jeans. Maybe it was khaki was what I remember. I don't know. Anyways, it's a new look for him. He says, ladies and gentlemen, my name is John Cena. Trying to get it. Paul Heyman thing. Uh, and in six days, he's to be maimed and conquered by Brock Lesnar. But that's only if you believe Heyman. He agrees that Lesnar will beat the shit out of him. In SummerSlam, but promises that Lesnar will not win. He says he's heard it all from you can't wrestle to Cena sucks. And he says there's a group of you that always ask, when does John Cena turn? And this is when I got really interested in this promo. He's getting there. Uh, he says, when does he stop being about the T-shirts and ball caps? He says this Sunday he's fighting a beast, and in order to fight a beast, you must become one. So we're getting our wish. He's going to show us a Cena that we've never seen before, and then he calls out Lesnar. So... Called him a punk ass bitch, or what was it? He says, uh, Lesnar line? doesn't come out. Cena says, maybe he came down with some punk bitch itis. Yeah, he named glaucoma and yes. stuff before. So. Uh, still no Lesnar. And then Cena says, he's going to, uh, he's not going to repeat history. He's going to make it and become the one that beat the one. Another really solid promo from Cena. Yeah, he's Cena been, said, like, throughout this feud, I'm not laying down for you, Brock, because you don't deserve it. Yeah. It's like, okay, good. Yeah, he said he'll, he'll pull out all the stops to make sure. Brock doesn't win the championship, is essentially. Uh, there's someone like, Brock, Brock, you're going to have to rip me limb from limb. And I'm like, here, to start with my hand. I'm already giving you the finger or something like yeah. that. You're like, okay, okay. He's been really good in this feud. There was that one from a couple of weeks ago. When I'm he was cheering for crying. John Cena come Sunday. I'm going to fuck what everyone says. You're not gonna I'm going to be, be at a bar and I'm going to be all like, Cena. No, I'm going to be really quiet during that match. I'm going to just sit and watch and be. <laughs> I can't I, believe you don't like Blessner. It just bothers me. Why does that bother you? Because <laughs> he's he's a talent. He's a he's a no, he's not. He's a marquee name. No, he's a punk. No, John Cena's a marquee name. He's a punk ass bitch. How many uh, heavyweight UFC titles has John Cena won? I think John Cena <laughs> could go get one if he wanted. Uh, I don't know about that. He, he has probably, no amateur wrestling. He could, he could probably be John Jones. No way! Yeah, John Jones is also a bitch. What? I'm cheering for that other guy. Daniel Cormier? Yeah. That's been almost a wrestling program there, hey? The whole, like, fighting I've, at the I've, press conference. Yeah, and, and then the, the comments when it turns out they were mic'd up. Yeah. And he's like, I wish I'd come over there and spit in your face. 
And they're like, I'll kill you. I'll kill you if you did that. that I don't was like John Jones. Cool. I never liked John Jones. Even you got when injured. I watched UFC, yeah, John Jones is a bitch. So now they push that fight back to January. What? Yeah, he hurt his knee. In the what? Uh, I didn't, I just saw In the press it. conference scrap? No, 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 no. It was training. What a bitch. I forget where I You saw heard it, it here first. Scott yeah. Buck said. Would you say that to his face if you met John Jones? Yeah, You'd probably. Like, You're a bitch. Yeah, what would he do? Punch me? I like him because his brother played on my favorite NFL team, the Ravens. So, Pac-Man Jones? No. Oh. I forget. Yeah, Wal- Wal- Walter? Pac-Man Walter Jones? Jones? Also your favorite TNA wrestler? No. Waka Waka, Pac-Man Jones! Uh, Larry King is the latest to wish happy birthday. He says he wants to be as tan as Hulk Hogan. As Who's f- older, Larry King or Hulk Hogan? Oh, Larry King. Larry King's fucking old as dust. Has to be Larry King. Larry King. We know Hulk Hogan's is, 61. Larry King's 80. Oh, wow. Geez. Yeah, he's old. He called him out, too. He said he wants to get in the ring. Brother. Brother. Okay, Florida Georgia Line also said happy birthday. They were on Raw in the past calendar year as well. Yeah, it was in January. Raw yeah. goes country when we thought we were getting Mickey James. But we didn't. I thought we were getting Haystack Ross. <laughs> uh, we go into the uh, Brie Bella versus Stephanie McMahon match. Psych! Steph doesn't come, uh, doesn't, she doesn't have any ring gear on. She says, uh, we're going to have to wait till SummerSlam after all because Megan Miller has decided to press charges for the slap. Well, you can't hit a civilian. And then two officers come out and slap cuffs on her and this is so funny. take her away. As as they're reading her her rights and putting the cuffs on her, fans on the ramp are just like, Brie Mode! Brie Mode! I heard that too. <laughs> I heard that Which too. is funny because Brie Mode to me is a really dumb thing. Uh, just because like, the only reason I n- really know what Brie Mode is, is because of you. And Brando. Totally. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. you guys know. watch it. So for whenever I hear Brie Mode, I think of you guys. And I'm just like, oh, I just imagined our, like you and Brando being really sauce. She's like getting locked up. <laughs> Brie Mode out of those cuffs. <laughs> Would be pretty funny if she just like, and just snapped the cuffs. <laughs> Brie Mode. <laughs> Hold on. No. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> All right. Um. That was it. They they arrested her. I think I saw some things on Twitter saying it was the same two cops, but I uh, I don't think it was. It shouldn't be because they're in a different state. You can't be doing that. Born. It's like before the show when I had to ask you, hey, do you think the Brie Bella arresting was real? (laughs) Was it? Are you happy I didn't do that? You didn't, and that's good. Remember when I did and you and Brando made fun of me? Yeah, repeatedly. Yeah, those are the days. Uh, our boy Miz is joining the commentary team for the Ziggler Heath Slater match. Ziggler comes out wearing a Miz shirt. I love when he does that. He did that with Jericho last year, two years ago. I like that a lot. When he, I think it's brilliant. Oh, I wish that was his gimmick. Yeah, like he just like steal shirts and just like maybe even moves too. Have him steal their move and yeah. he beats them with their own moves. I think he's that Ziggler much better be, than you. Ziggler should be that guy. He should be. It's the show off, right? He's showing off. He's better than you, and he wears your own shit. I think it's a great idea. Uh, JBL accidentally unplugs Mrs. Microphone. That's so funny. Which is pretty funny because Cole's like thanking him and he's still the heel, so he has to pretend like he didn't mean to. And it was, it was, it made for awkward. I'm sorry, Miz. Yeah. I didn't mean to unplug you. How dare you, JBL? Okay. And then Miz says at one point, 
Uh, when and they I think, quote. When they think about Cleveland, they think of three people. LeBron James, Johnny Manziel, and The Miz. Gee, Miz, I wonder where you got that from. You mentioned that you are from Ohio, and I'd be foolish not to ask you how you feel about LeBron coming back to the Cavaliers as he now becomes the third best athlete in the area behind yourself and Johnny Manziel. Well, I'm actually no longer from Cleveland. I'm from Hollywood. I mean, I've lived in Hollywood for the past 15 years. I hear you. This is a He stuck in on the end. See? He stole that from me. I We did that two, three weeks ago. All me. Well, thanks, Bubby. I actually got oh, Bubby. goosebumps when he said it. I was like, oh, that's me. I did that. I'm on Raw. Oh, my God. I'm on Raw. <laughs> Mom! Mom! <laughs> I did. I emailed my dad right away. I'm like, he, oh my he God. used my shtick. <laughs> I said it. You heard me say it. Uh, you mentioned that you are from Ohio. Oh, my God. And I so good to hear it again. <laughs> you mentioned that you are I'm, from I'm proud of that. He stole it. I'm gonna tweet him. Be like, "Hey, I don't give me like, credit, you asshole." You're gonna call him asshole? No, he's my friend. Yeah, you guys are friends. <laughs> Man, good thing you didn't do an interview with recently, really Del Rio. Yeah, I really picked the right guy there. I picked the right guy. That's true. It was all the Scots there. <laughs> no, it was you. Uh, so I didn't do much on the notes because I was too busy freaking out about Miz using my. Life. Oh. Yeah, it's not too shabby of a match between Slater and Ziggler. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, uh, Ziggler hit the zigzag. Slater actually can sell. And, yeah, he can, and he gets good offense in when he's allowed to, and someone will work with him. Yep, not bad. Miz, of course, tries to run interference, get another distraction kind of thingy. Yep. Uh, Ziggler just like wants blood, goes right after him, uh, chases him out, and I'm like, there's no way he's getting a ten count. And he did. He did. And yep. they filmed it nicely, too, with from behind the ramp on the stage. Yep. Where uh, you could see Ziggler looking back, but Miz was kind of holding on to him, and then he yeah. let him go at about eight Slater. or nine, I guess, and then he got the... Got and right as he's doing the rest... The two in a row for, for Slater. Two in a row. He's on the streak. Good for him. Slater's going to sleep, baby. Happy for him. Woo! And then he had the big moment after the show went off the air, like we were talking about with the cake and the gif yeah. at Sadpod. Got, got to be with Hulk Hogan. Briefly. Good for him. He's... You know what was cool? Well, I think Titus O'Neil and Heath Slater are liked by a lot of those legends, debatably. Because they were all laughing at that cake shtick. And they knew it was off the air. Yeah. So maybe it was legitimately funny to them. Maybe. They just like seeing guys get covered in cake. They're old men. Yeah. Good for them. That was some silence. <laughs> uh, Orton versus Sheamus. I did not watch this match. I barely watched this match. When I had to I rewatch don't it care. this morning, I was trying to force myself to care and watch it. Yeah. Like, I really, really tried. We've just seen it so many times, and I'm just like, fuck. My highlight moments of this are Seamus doing a flying knee from across the ring. Like, just like, woo, that's a lot of, that's a good length. Yeah. And Seamus doing the Orton snake taunt. Did he? Yeah, he did it twice and then got up to do the bro kick near the finish there. Mm. And then, of course, like a jumping... Uh, RKO is always cool. But, yeah, yeah, the catch. But not RKO. when I'm not connect like involved. For invested most of the in match. the match. Yeah, exactly. I'm not involved. I'm not invested. I don't really care. Yeah, exactly. But still, always cool. Uh, always a good spot. But just yeah. nah. It's like the Canadian Destroyer. It's a great move and a crazy cool finisher. Yep. But if a match just has it, you're like, eh. exactly. Right? Build to it. Exactly. Make me care. Yep. Uh, so they make Orton look strong. 
here. Oh, by the way, this was your main event of TV. Yes, it was. Yeah, you're right. Your, your main event that, match. That, that was it. This was your R- Rollins versus Slater. Yes. Last week, Ziggler Slater got bumped down to the co-main event this week. Yes. Should have reversed it. Should have been in the main event. Should have been in the main event again. <laughs> Orton versus Slater. Yeah, and have Slater beat Orton. It'd be fucking great. I would have been way more into I would watch that match. I tell you that. I would have watched that match. And I did not watch this one. Yeah. So there you go. That tells you what their booking is doing to people. I like how earlier in the day you're just like, by the way, I don't have shit on this match. I'm like, <laughs> eh, I have a little bit. Yeah. Like, I don't have enough to carry us, but I got enough. There's nothing. There's just, yeah. Orton gets booked strong heading into it, and Reigns. Also looks strong. Yeah. Strong ish. He lost the match. Or he, he won the match, but But he beat two guys. Yeah, yeah. one by DQ and he yeah. beat up two guys. He looks strong. Okay. Hulk Hogan, sixty first birthday bash. Right. They are uh, the lo- the roster lines up on the stage. And the MC is mean Gene Okerland. And Jimmy Hart. Who never said a word. He just stood there awkwardly. Jimmy Hart is just like value of just seeing him. Yeah, he but he like- wasn't even on like the megaphone yelling things or anything. He just stood there. It was a birthday. He's being respectful. I guarantee respectful. half the kids watching are like, who the hell is this guy holding a megaphone? How dare you, kids? Because they didn't even introduce him. They, they said, and now we're throwing it to our MC, Mean Gene Oakland. Well. And Mean didn't be like, oh, fuck look, it. At, look at my buddy here. Not nothing. They just. How come we don't have that as a sound effect? What? Mean Gene Oakland's fuck it. Did he say fuck it? Have you never seen that? No. Oh, look it up. It's funny. Fuck it. It's like the set falls. I don't know. I thought this was really sweet. They did a video package of the Hulkster's career as it went through. Uh, like I'm not a huge Hulk dude uh, or Mark, so as it went through, I thought it was a well-produced video package, though. There's a remix. Can I just play the remix? Yeah, you can play the remix. Oh, wait. fuck it. We'll do it live. Like, oh, good. The, the, like a wooden WWF sign yeah. in the back. It just falls. Down. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. That's the next sound effect okay. I want. I got that Please. one. Please, it's do so it. good. Good call. I love Mean Gene. Fuck uh, it. I got, actually, I got pretty big goosebumps when when uh, Hogan finally came out and started his promo by saying, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. Ooh, yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, it was good. I thought Even... Mean old Vince McMahon. <laughs> I thought the Hulk Hogan sh- showing the 999 was good, though. The way he did it? Yeah, he makes sense. Even that's why evil you him in. Vince McMahon got the Hulkster a gift. He got me a birthday card. <laughs> and you know the network is only 999. And you know in that card was only <laughs> yeah. 9. Yeah, you're just like, he great. was fine. That's fine. Hogan was good. Shit like this, these type of segments, fine. Put it in there. As much as you want, but not in the promo. I thought this was a very enjoyable segment. Yep. Um, Woo! Yep. Ric Flair comes out. He's rocking a uh, crisp new haircut. Looked pretty fresh for an old fella. Uh, and then Mr. Wonderful. Spent his last fiver on it. <laughs> the senior Paul special. Orndorff comes to the ring with his Mr. wicked mustache. Wonderful. He's um, great. He's so great. Snagged a kiss from both Natalia and Rosa Mendez. And then he walked halfway down the ramp, started doing the hand to the ear thing. Yeah, doing that. And then he ran back up the ramp, got a kiss from Eva Marie. So he's just, he's playing. He's 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 more styling and profiling than Ric Flair was when you think about kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing. The real nature boy. (laughs) 
Uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper hits the stage. Got goosebumps for that one. That was sweet because him and Orndorff are the original. Like, yeah, exactly. WrestleMania one and yeah. WrestleMania two. That's, once I realized that's what they were doing, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty sweet." Even the bad guy, his oldest rivals, are coming to wish him a happy birthday. Yeah, that was my pop of the night. Was the mine is the next people. Yep. Wow, no, no, wow, wow. Oh, you're the best. I popped huge. huge. Ooh, and I was pop. like, I did not expect this at all, at all. Scott Hall good too. He did. Kevin Nash is like in the middle of growing his hair back or something. It looked very weird. He's in that awkward in between stage when you yeah. grow your hair out. And still very great. But hey, they look great. They came out to the NWO theme. They're wearing the NWO shirts. They did the Scott Hall did his little sideways walk. It was it was great. He threw the toothpick. Good to see him back in the old uh, WWE. And he cut a decent promo. He did. He started with the the AO. And he says, the outsiders are happy to be here on your birthday. He says, Hogan looks sweet in the red and yellow, but he thinks he looks a lot better in the black and white. And then Hogan... Let me take a quick survey here. <laughs> rips his shirt. That was dope. To reveal the NWO shirt underneath. That was, was pretty dope. cool. It was very cool. Did not expect that either. Did you know he was so. wearing two shirts there? No. I didn't no. see it. And good for him for not ripping both by accident, because that would have been funny. If he just accidentally <laughs> ripped both of them, he's like... Well, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's you can just see the scraps of the NWO shirt underneath. Yeah. <laughs> this is what it was supposed to be. This one. I fucked up. Uh, you fucked up. You fucked up. Uh, and then Kevin Nash uh, sings Happy Birthday. And then... Dun, 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 the old Lesnar comes back. The old Lesnar. As he said he would. What uh, a cunt. When they showed... When his music played, and uh, they cut to the guys in the ring... Scott Scott Hall grabs Mean Gene and like hid behind him, like grabbed him by the shoulders and then like shrugged and like hid behind Mean Gene. I laughed so hard. <laughs> I rewound and watch it three times just the way he like because Mean Gene's tiny, yeah. And Scott Hall is so freaking big. He's just like trying to hide behind him. He's got this goofy look on his face. That's too funny. Fuck, it was great. I didn't like how Lesnar tried to punk out all of the legends. Yeah, he came in, he stared down Hogan and then Piper, and they kind of like bumped shoulders. Piper yeah. at least like. Got like stepped up to him, whereas yeah. Flair just kind of like Flair didn't do shit at him. Nash uh, Hogan kinda, didn't do shit. Yeah, Nash looked at him like, "What are you gonna do, buddy?" Like Nash is like, yeah. "We both know you're not gonna do anything." Um, Orndorff like got the hell like was not. He didn't like, even really look over at Orndorff. Really, he kind of stopped at Hogan once he got to him. I don't know. It was. I agree. It was a little weird. Heyman, I didn't uh, enjoy it. I thought that they ruined a good segment. Heyman. Which got I guess on the mic intent. and said, what you going to do, Hulkster? What and then Lesnar says, the party's over, Grandpa. Uh, and then Cena runs to the ring, but uh, Lesnar and Heyman leave. There was no no music. He just no, ran he out. just ran. And then uh, Lesnar and Heyman leave. That's, uh, that's that. And then they played Lesnar's music, which didn't make sense to me, because yeah, Lesnar walked weird. away. Yeah. Play Cena's music, or go back into the Hogan music, or just play that dope NWO theme again, because we all love it so much. <laughs> that would have been great if they just fucking... Wow, no, no, wow, wow. Fuck it, just go back to it. Yeah, just boom. Yeah. Ooh. I'm just going to let it roll for a little. Um, I'll disagree with you in that having Brock come out was a decent way to prevent... This segment from being the last thing on a go home show for SummerSlam. No, I was fine with it. At, this at least there was a tie in to it. No. But I think if you're going to have him come out, he needs to destroy something. And I get that they're all old as shit, but I feel like Kevin Nash still could have taken an F5 or somebody could have taken a bump. No, Kevin Nash would have like, ripped a quad. 
even better. He needed to do something. He just came out, stared at them, told them to get out of his ring, and then Cena comes out and he gets out of his ring. I just thought it looked Lesnar made Lesnar look really weak here. Yeah, Lesnar looked like a punk ass bitch. Yeah. He looked like John Jones, if you will. Punk bitch itis, as John Cena calls it. All right, there's that, Raw. That and the glaucoma. What'd you think of the Hulk Hogan birthday? I thought Raw? it was great. It was right, an it. enjoyable experience where they kept bringing out more and more old talent that I was marking out for. I don't remember what my original mark out moment of the night is, so I'm going to say the NWO. Yeah, I, somebody else made me mark out harder. I think it was Paul Erndorf originally. I went nuts for because I apparently there was a bunch of shit on Twitter and like people. I, had I heard read. That I read about the NWO. I hadn't seen a thing about the NWO, it. so I had no clue at all whatsoever. So I thought Us that was a pretty cool surprise. This is the first time Scott Hall's been on. WWE programming outside of the Hall of Fame since uh, the whole rehab. So, pretty cool. Good for him. Happy for him. What would you give Raw this show? I would give it a... Brandon's not here, so I'm going to go 7.5. Because he doesn't like the point fives. I'm going to give it a 7.5 too. Good. Um, but, uh, I thought it was a good, enjoyable show. Cena promo was really good. The Miz stole my line, which was pretty cool. Don't roll your, your eyes at me. That was your markup moment of the that night. That was me. That was all me. I did that That shit. was you, Bubby. Just not to ask you how you feel about LeBron coming back to the cap. Okay. You cut it. Like You were so proud of that. that you cut it into your <laughs> sound did. effects. I did. <laughs> I had to play it so uh, I could be Hollywood. like. I'm from Hollywood. I wish we did that as a sound effect. Just, uh, I'm uh, actually from Hollywood. I'm actually so. from Hollywood. Uh, Fuck him. All right. Let's do the SummerSlam card. Yes, let's do that now. Uh, well, let's start with the women. Uh, Brie and Stephanie. I got Brie Bella. I'll go Stephanie on that one. Uh, Orton Reigns. Got Roman Reigns. Yep, me too. Ambrose Rollins. I got Ambrose. I got Rollins. Paige AJ. I got AJ. Me too. Swagger Rusev. I got swagger. Uh, I got Rusev. Just picking different ones just to pick different ones? No, 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 it's legit picks here. Jericho Wyatt. Wyatt. Wyatt has to go over on this one. I would agree. That's a logical thing. uh, Ziggler Miz. Zeb Coulter versus Miz. Uh, Is that the pre-show match? No. No, they haven't named that yet. Ziggler? I got Ziggler. I, I got Miz. Yeah, you got your boy Miz. Yep. You gonna give him some advice? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll teach him. I'll give him some more promo tips. Help him out. I'm his promo coach from now on. Cena <laughs> uh, Lesnar. You said two weeks ago that when we made our picks, you would uh, still I pick Lesnar. That I would still pick Lesnar, but that you were cheering for Cena. Oh, Lesnar. Yeah, me too. But I'm cheering for Cena. Cena, Cena. Okay, there you go. Yeah. SummerSlam. Four days, twenty-one hours, four minutes. 13 seconds. Woo, right woo. All right, let's close out the show. Let's no, the let's su- not close out the show. No. Because you let's know what's happening this over. Saturday? P-W-A. Yes, it is. And now we're going to hear from our good friend, Big Bad Big Boris. Big Bad Boris. Send it over. Boris, we can't hear ourselves think.
back again after a one-month hiatus. It's the PWA Hall of Famer, Big Bad Boris. How are you, buddy? Night of Champions took so much out of the entire uh, company that we all had to take a month off and uh, do some traveling and really try to find ourselves. And uh, that's that's happened now. You you seem like seem like you're very level-headed at this point. I found myself in Disney World. <laughs> that's great. Uh, yeah, you you went on a big old vacation. Went down to to Disneyland or Disney World. How was it? It was awesome. Disney World checked out a couple of ball games, uh, all kinds of weird stuff. We found a giant statue of Superman in this little town called Metropolis. That was really cool. And yep. uh, yeah, super fun. Did you uh, stop by Full Sail, catch any NXT while you're down there? No, no, we didn't go anywhere near Full Sail. There was unfortunately no wrestling on this trip. The wife and kids, I don't <laughs> think they would have it. But there was a couple of baseball games, so that was good. Well, there you go. You got something out of it at least, hey? It was good. It was all good. Now I'm weeks behind in my WWE watching, so I can't listen to your fine podcast. Right, because you wouldn't want to have us spoil it for you. So if you guys are talking smack about me over the past few weeks, I have no idea. <laughs> all right, anyway, sorry. I'm taking up all your time. Here. No worries. We got the big uh, big PWA show this Saturday at the Northgate Lions Rec Center here in Edmonton. Uh, what yep. can we expect out of this show? You can expect the fallout from a pretty stellar Night of Champions event, i got to tell you. Uh, three of the four titles changed hands. There's a new our new tag team champions. There's a new Mayhem champion. There's a new PWA champion as BVD defeated Asriel, which not a lot of people saw coming. So we're going to see BVD make his first title defense against Fabian Ribeiro, who came up short against Brody Malibu, who was the only one who was able to... Uh, walk away with his title at Night of Champions. Brody Malibu is going to defend that esteemed title against Chase Patrick. The new Mayhem champion, who is the PWA original marquee, who survived a six-person ladder match that went all over the casino, uh, he is going to defend that belt against Fred Morgan. The two most despicable, dastardly people I've ever met, Chikak Barshabaz and Andy Anderson, are going to go one or two-on-two, two, I guess I should say, with Rage and Fury. Also, at the end of that ladder match at Night of Champions, we saw Travis Cole and Priest, who have had their differences and have had several matches over the past few months. They kind of formed a truce and they formed a team. So it should be most interesting to see how that mm. works out against Kenny Stryker and Frenetico. That is what I can tell you. There's some other stuff going on that I can't tell you for fear of me being flogged by the new commissioner, Sergeant Hazard, but that is a sample of what's going to go on in our return after our month hiatus, Northgate Lions Center, which I believe is 7524 139th Avenue. Tickets are available now from your favorite PWA ticket representative or available at the door. I'm watching the Blue Jays game and the Seattle Mariners just hit one off the wall and now I'm upset. <laughs> Doors are at 630. <laughs> then we're going to be in Calgary the week after. Also some big news that I know you guys are excited about. Yes, huge. Big- Jinder Mahal, Tiger Singh, in his former life in the PWA, is going to be returning for two shows in October, including everyone's favorite big Fright Night show with the graveyard and all the craziness and silliness. Myself and uh, Ring Announcer What About Ivan have been discussing a potential Halloween costume that uh, we're thinking of doing that might be pretty sweet. I don't want to spoil it. All I can say is Snoochie Boochie. (laughs) I may have said too much. (laughs) <laughs> Excellent. Well, we look forward to that as well as the return of the Jinder Mahal 
to the PWA, you know, to his roots. The hashtag don't hinder gender was flying around on the PWA Twitter a lot after uh, we made the announcement. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. That's huge. I'm excited to see him come back home, one might super say. Super nice guy, super talented guy, and it's going to be pretty cool to have him uh, back for a couple of shows. So you're not going to want to miss that. And also, if I can do another shameless cheap plug. By all means. The, the Night of Champions DVD is finished and is in... Uh, reproduction state and it will be on sale for the low low price of $15. Hold on. Uh, it's it's not it's not 9.99? It is oh my goodness. I'm like <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm watching last week's raw right now. And are they still going with that whole 9.99 thing? Uh is it a recurring theme? Yes, but not as much as last week. Last week was uh, a whole nother level of 9.99ness. At the risk of going on a tirade it's kind of sad to me that if I lived in Zambia, I could get the WWE Network, but living where I live right now with my cable company, I can't get it. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's just silly. It, it is a little unfair. You'd think that they would make it a little bit more readily available in Canada, but no, no, no. Zamb- Zambia is a higher priority on their minds. I mean, Kazakhstan has it, which is great success. Yep, yep. <laughs> of but course. <laughs> uh, just a quick selling point, no pun intended, on that DVD you do get to see BVD win the title. You get to see the tag team title change hands. You get to see the ladder match. But most importantly, you get to see an absolutely stellar matchup between Michael Blaze and the fallen age of Christopher Daniels. Uh, fantastic work by both men. Not to mention the surprise PWA return of the great tasting and spicy curry man <laughs> who took the place of Dusty Adonis. So definitely fun times all around. Dusty Adonis, who I ran into at the WWE house show that was here a couple of weeks ago. He kind of looks like the Burger King man now. Well, you know, I'm sitting there and I'm don't, watching don't this. That. I'm watching this guy come down the aisle, and I'm like, "Oh, Captain Jack Sparrow is here!" And as he gets closer, I'm like, "I think I know that guy." And sure enough, Dusty Adonis with his glorious mustache. He is a handsome man. <laughs> he is. Speaking of the WWE house show. Are you over the fact that your tweet was shown on the screen yet? Not at all. Not at all. I've still... there 50 times, and every time I heard you screaming from the other side of the building. (laughs) I'm still posting. I took a picture of my tweet, and I had intended on tweeting a picture of my tweet on the board to see if they would put that one up there as well. It would be like a tweetception. I hear if you do that, you get hairy palms and you go blind. (laughs) Maybe. I didn't do it, so luckily my palms remain hairless. Well, in six years, when we get another house show, you'll get another chance. Big Bad Boris from PWA, we will see you uh, this Saturday at the Northgate Lions Rec Center. Don't hinder gender. And there you have it. PWA. What a guy. This Saturday. We have some prizes to give away that they gave us. I'm excited. Some uh, some DVDs, including the AJ Styles Marquee Match DVD. we got to figure out how to give those away. If you're interested in them, tweet us. Tweet us, and we'll pick some people. And give you some DVDs. It's a great match. I haven't seen that one. You got the whole card on there as well. It's not just that match. It's the whole show. The whole event. But uh, that match was really good. And, and I just watched all the it production again. quality and filming of those shows is thanks to Big Bad Boris. Exactly. He does the commentary. He films. And now let's take it on. Do you have a song to go out to? Yeah. You know what? I do. What is it? We're gonna go to "Tell Me a Lie," the Shawn Michaels song. Oh. No. no. Okay. Then we're not. We're going to go out What's to... What's the SummerSlam theme? There's like three. Is it a good one? No. Don't do the one for Brock Lesnar or Cena. Do the one... There was one really catchy one. It's the Paige AJ one. 
the the it's kind of like hip hoppy sort of like. What's this? Well, we're going out to it. Okay. Yeah, wonderful. Sunshine. Oh yeah, yeah. This is the one that we wanted. All right. All right. So if you guys want to follow the show, you can follow it at Sapod. If you want to follow our individual Twitters, you can follow me at Scottbox64. Follow me at the Diesel Bears. Until next time, guys. Keep on shitting on Hulk Hogan's birthday. Sunshine.